Hey everyone, it's PJ here. I think most of you would have seen the video about uh, the 30 days of prayer by now. It's a month of prayer that we are devoting to praying for our nation, praying for the world, praying for the church uh, throughout this month. And of course, uh, this doesn't mean that we slow down in the practical assistance we give to our neighbors and doing what we can with social distancing and all the rest. But prayerfulness is very important too because one, it keeps our minds engaged with what is going on presently, which really is where our actions stem from, our mindfulness. But secondly, it's also important because it draws us near to what God is trying to do and work in us and through us throughout this time. And of course, for people who do pray, that's a fundamental belief that they have, that God is always at work. He is always purposing to do something. And that gives every moment of our lives, every season of our lives, a particular purpose. So that's the spirit behind embarking on this 30 days of prayer, uh, joining with the PCA and the prayer guide that they have put out, which is available on their website, pcaga.org slash prayer. And it's also made available on our Facebook group, uh, NCAEM. And I've sent you the email with the link as well. And what I want to do is actually walk through the day two of uh, the prayer guide with you all. I was just going through this with my wife uh, this morning, and uh, she made a really good point. Uh, the prayer guide can appear to have all of the ingredients for a... Um, effective prayer time but it doesn't quite give you the recipe meaning how you're supposed to bring the ingredients together and so I thought it was a really good point and I wanted to just walk through this with you and show you how to bring these ingredients together and pray through this um, with you so uh, if you have the prayer guide in front of you do open it up if not it's okay I'll read everything that's on there and go through it with you and I hope you will exercise this uh, in the future, uh, after day three, and so on and so forth, with either your spouse, family member, friend, or someone from your community group, even uh, when you're alone praying in your own room. So here's day two, and the first thing I would encourage you to do is read the heading and notice what the heading says. Uh, it says, day two, infinite in glory and in blessedness infinite in glory and in blessedness uh, that's the theme for the day and then there's a uh, passages of scripture that we can look at together first there's acts chapter 7 verse 2 and stephen said brothers and fathers hear me the god of glory appeared to our father abraham when he was in mesopotamia before he lived in haran here it says the god of glory appeared to our father abraham that's who he is. There's another passage, 1 Timothy 6.15, which he will display at the proper time, he who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Now what you want to do is connect from what you just read with the heading, infinite in glory and blessedness. And here we have read, the God of glory appeared. And God, he is, he is the blessed and only Sovereign. Now take a moment 
about a minute or so in silent prayer, acknowledging that this is who God is. Pray to him acknowledging that this is who he is and try to turn your attention now to this God who has revealed himself in this way. And for the sake of the exercise, I'll just pray aloud uh, for this portion so you get a sense of what I mean by acknowledging him for who he is. So let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, you are a God of glory, full of beauty and perfection, all that is good. And anyone who turns to you and sees you for who you are will praise you when they see you for who you are. Because you are blessed. You're the only sovereign. You're the King of kings and Lord of lords. When, when we realize who you are, we will surrender ourselves to you and let you reign over us and rule over us with your truth and with your power and in your sovereignty because you are good. God, it just leads me to confess that I have not fixed my eyes on who you are during this season, but more so on who I am and also perhaps frustrated by what other people can be like, what they're doing, what they're not doing. Um, I just confess that I have not fixed my eyes upon you, but on myself and, and others. So during this time of prayer, help me to now slowly uh, turn my focus back to you. Amen. And then move on to the next uh, section, which is the bullet points that give you the prompts uh, to pray for. And the first bullet point says this, we confess that we have sought glory in sports, entertainment, a pursuit of beauty and achievement through education and experiences, and we have not sought you. Forgive us. Now, if you're praying this alone, I would just let that sink in for a moment. And as you feel the conviction to confess, then respond um, as you've been prompted to respond in prayer. So if you need to pause this for a moment, I would encourage you to do that. If you, if you, if you need to take a longer pause uh, to reflect on this, how you have perhaps sought glory in other things other than God, in things other than your Creator, uh, take this time to reflect on that. What have you sought glory in? Where did you look for uh, most beauty and most security? And again, for the sake of this exercise, I'll go ahead and pray aloud. Um, it's, it's especially helpful to pray aloud if you are praying with someone else. So if you are praying with someone else, I would recommend just taking a minute or so in silent prayer after each bullet point. And then one person, just as a representative, pray aloud. So let me pray for this exercise. Our Heavenly Father, I confess to you that I have sought glory in my achievements, in how other people perceive me um, as a minister, as a pastor throughout this season. And that's been driving a lot of my thoughts, my words, and my deeds. And too often I've forgotten to seek after you and find the glory that I'm hungry for and the, the beauty that I'm longing for in you. And that's why I was so 
anxious. That's why I was prone to overwork or uh, let the thoughts of people's approval just dominate my mind. Father, forgive me. Um, and I want to look more to you. I want to seek after you more. Would you help me to do that? In your son's name I pray. Amen. Now let's move on to the next bullet point, and let's read that one aloud. Uh, give us eyes to see your glory now and help us, your image bearers, to carry your glory into the dark places. And then the sub points give you some examples. Be with those who care for the weak and vulnerable who bear your image. Be with the healthcare workers. Be with the first responders. Help your followers and the church to be your hands and feet in our communities that your name will be praised. So if you're praying with someone else, if previously you were the one who prayed aloud after a moment of silent prayer, then now it's the other person's turn to pray as a representative after a moment of silent prayer. So let's take a moment now. Again, pause if you need to. And just pray according to this prompt. Um, that God would help us carry His image or be His image bearers um, and be His light in the places of darkness. So let me now go ahead and uh, lead us in prayer. Father, um, thank you for reminding us that your mission has always been and is still now perhaps especially now, to be a bringer of light in places of darkness. And God, I, um, I once again want to confess to you that that wasn't my mission. Uh, my mission was simply self-preservation, uh, self-entertainment, uh, self-indulgence. I have not sought to be a light in the darkness. But that has been always been your mission, that was your son's mission, and that's what you're calling your followers to do. And God, I want to just lift up uh, our uh, healthcare workers, our brothers and sisters in church, and also our neighbors who are healthcare workers and first responders, that you would use them as your light in places of darkness, places where there's suffering, disease, and death. Would you protect them? Would you strengthen them? And would you give them wisdom as well? And help them utilize all the gifts that you've given us just in science and medicine um, to bring healing, to bring relief to those who are suffering. God, I also pray that as your church, we will be your hands and feet who bring uh, your light into our neighborhoods, our communities as a representative of uh, your mission, your kingdom. So that as we do that, uh, your name would be praised and your glory would be made known and that we would together bless your name. This is not about how generous I can look to others or how Christians are even better than others. We're, we're really not. This is about how great you are and how, how beautiful just your mission is to restore this broken world until the day that your son returns to make it completely uh, restored and renewed. So until that day, may we announce your kingdom. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
So uh, I hope that you can uh, follow this recipe basically um, following the heading, letting that guide you as a big umbrella, letting the scripture passages remind you where that theme comes from, from the Bible, and then praying each bullet point. If you're alone, just taking a moment to reflect and then pray. If you're, if you're with someone else, uh, reading the point, silent prayer, and then having one person pray as a representative, moving on to the next point and switching places, and then just addressing the Heavenly Father, praying in the name of the Son, which is how we were taught to pray in the Scriptures. Um, and I hope the Holy Spirit will guide you in this. And as you do so, I hope in the next 30 days, we will become habituated into thinking along with God uh, during this season and feeling along with God during this season, tracking with Him in what He is doing in this world uh, throughout this season. So I hope that will bless you. I hope that will encourage you. Let's continue to pray without ceasing.